Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two lying around and would like to be a patron of this podcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Bruce Springsteen. Music is one of the tools by which the invisible, the people who were born on the margins, have made themselves visible. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 60. No new patrons this week, but a huge thanks to all the folks who have contributed on Patreon.com to keep this podcast up and running. Coming at you this week from my home in St. Paul, Minnesota. Made the long, snowy trip back from Breezy Point, Minnesota today, just in time to pick up Copper, the Wonder Golden, and take her to get her photo with Santa at Chuck and Don's in Minnetonka. Andrew is the best in the business. Last week's gigs wrap-up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. One of the busier nights I've seen there in a while, which is excellent. Also, was fun having my little buddy Ella back helping me entertain the audience with some dance moves and backup vocals on my original songs, Your Boyfriend and Field Party. Thursday, Brian K. Johnson and myself jammed out at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota. Good to see our buddy Nezzy's son Barrett back in a Lucky's 13 family after a three-year hiatus from slinging cocktails. While packing up gear after the show, a kid comes up to me and said, It's my dream to be able to play guitar in front of a bunch of people like that. I thought that was pretty cool until bass player Johnson overheard this and then tried to charge the kid five bucks for an autograph. Friday, I played a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. It was my first run-through of all my annual Christmas songs. I wound down the night with one of my favorites, the classic Scottish song of farewell, Auld Lang Syne. While playing the song, I noticed the guy sitting on the edge of the bar was tearing up. All while thoughts of my own grandparents, holidays with my family, etc. running through my head, at that moment I was convinced that Auld Lang Syne has to be one of the greatest songs ever written. After I finished the tune, the guy at the bar, among others, all turned to me and said, You can't end the night on sad old song like that. So I kicked into a couple verses of Folsom Prison Blues, and everyone was happy again. Saturday, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself loaded up the tribute and headed on up to Breezy Point, Minnesota to rock out at JJ's Pub. Good to see Dennis the Pepper Guy there with his crew. Heard the story of how Bingo Collar Jake ate one of Dennis's Carolina Reaper peppers at JJ's and then had to drink an entire bottle of ranch dressing to cool his mouth down. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, December 7th, 2016, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m. 
Friday, December 9th, I'll be playing a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Saturday, December 10th, I'll be playing a solo show, Christmas show, with a little help from Brian K. Johnson, I guess, at Pure and Simple in Avery, Wisconsin from 5 to 7 p.m. Guest this week is part two of two of the top five Bruce Springsteen songs of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel, consisting of Allie Gray, Brian K. Johnson, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, part two of the top five Bruce Springsteen songs of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel here. And we just took our SoundCloud photo here, which I got to kind of do the Top Gun thumbs up mission accomplished photo. And Allie, I did not know, is a pro <laughs> at taking <laughs> selfies. And she does it the opposite way, not looking at the camera. The camera's it, better that way. It's probably the best photo. If I, <laughs> if I could have redone my senior photos... <laughs> I would have done it. I would have used that senior for my senior photo. <laughs> Anytime you want me to come and take your selfie. Johnson looked just a hair like Tom Jones, even. <laughs> Damn. That sounds good. She even got that chest hair popping out, too, man. It cresting. I photoshopped that in with one click. <laughs> We are still here at beautiful Joe Sensors in Roseville, Minnesota. What's the drink specials tonight, if anything? $4 tall captains. <laughs> Look at those drinks and the straws. They're like malt straws. I feel like I'm back in college. <laughs> they're massive. Surprise, it's not a pitcher. It's close to a pitcher. Could have one That's of these and talk like... some Springsteen if a guy really wanted to. It's got to be a 24-ouncer. Our celebrity gas panel is, again, Miss Allie Gray. Hello who plays a two hicks and a chick, jams with us sometimes. Also, the Alley Gray Band, she's got a big Christmas concert coming out. I released mm-hmm. a Christmas record last year. Do you have any other recording projects or songwriting stuff coming up? Yes. I haven't started yet officially, but my plan is, I know you had Patrick Tanner on your podcast. Oh, we love PT. PT's a friend I of the show, big too. time. Yes, and he produced and recorded and engineered my first three albums, and we are going to be going into the studio I had original hopes of being recorded and finished by, um, they're disappointed that I'm not done with it yet, that I'd be done by spring, but it's looking probably like fall. But I hope to start recording this winter my fourth album. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. I've been writing. Yeah. Uh, And also on our guest panel is Mr. Brian Keith Johnson uh, from Spooner, Wisconsin, via Rockford, Illinois. How you doing today, Johnson? Hanging in there, baby. (laughs) Uh, Allie, what was your... Five through three, if you don't mind sharing with us. Yes. Well, five was three songs together. Rosalita, Incident on 57th Street, and New York Serenade, all off of the Wild, the Innocent, and the East Street Shuffle album from 1973. And then number four was Brilliant Disguise. And number three was 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Number five was I'm on Fire. Number four, Born to Run, and number three was Glory Days. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm giggling. That's, those are good songs. Yep. Song about a struggling musician. <laughs> My five through three were number five, Tunnel of Love. Number four, Old Dan Tucker. Number three, Spirits in the Night. And our good friend Brian Layton from GB Layton is number 
five through three were Born to Run, Used Car, and Reason to Believe. Continuing on their list, Miss Allie Gray. Yes. What is your number two? This is two and a half for me. <clears throat> it's off of Tunnel of Love. We talked a lot about that album on the last podcast. Came out in 1987 on the wings of a divorce for Mr. Springsteen. And the song is called Tougher Than the Rest. Well, if you're looking for love, only I'm tougher than the rest. It's a duet, Tougher, Tougher Than the Rest. And it's a duet that on his tour, when he went on tour for Tunnel of Love, he had Patty, who was his current wife, wasn't his wife at the time, come up and sing a duet with him. And if you watch one of their live shows in that time frame and you watch those two sing that song together, it's magic. It's magic. Okay, Mr. Brian K. Johnson. Hey, bud, what's your number two, my friend? Well, it's got to be Born to Run. I mean, oh, you I did already that said one that. already. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Born in the USA. I knew. That. I thought that was your number one, and it's your number three. That's number two. Why do you like three. that song, my friend? The keyboards, the the just a vicious, ex excellent vocal take, or why do you like that song so much, it's my just friend? An it's an anthem, all around anthem, and you know, it just says it. We're all we're all here, in this oh. and we live in a wonderful country. That's not what it says. And <laughs> no, it's a, it's not what it says <laughs> at all. Doesn't. Okay, but that's okay. That's what a Allie, lot of people can you tell think us about Born in the USA? <laughs> well, interestingly, a lot of political parties, and I'm just going to be neutral there, have used that song as their anthem when they came out on stage. And Bruce has always gotten very upset because it's not about it's not about that. It's more of a, it's just not about that. My number two would be off Bruce Springsteen's number 1975 record, Born to Run. That would be Thunder Road. It reminds me of college. Yeah. Again, it's it, it's that same, probably the same age as when he recorded this stuff. It's almost, yeah. when I was in college, like, studying this, he was at my age actually doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, uh, that's a spectacular song. The screen door slams, Mary's dress sways. I mean, it's the greatest lyric ever. Oh. I love that it's song. It's a story. That song's a story from start to finish. Okay. Let's go to Mr. Brian yes. Layton's number two of a text he sent me earlier. Oh, my God. His number two is Thunder Road. There you As go. As it should be. That's that's not even on my list because it's I so just, just no, I just felt I didn't want to waste the space of the one that I love so much, but there's others. It's on. I I'm mean, curious if you and I have the same number one because I'll go off on my number one. I'm going to go off on my number one, but for a really weird reason. How about you, Johnson? You go off on your number one? I'll just say what I'm going to say. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> All right, should we do it? So, well, I have... Number I, one. I have a one and a one and a half. I'll do both of mine at the same time. Okay. Is that all right? Johnson, give us a drum roll, least. Number one, top five Bruce Springsteen song, according to our celebrity guest panel, Miss Sally Gray. Johnson, give us a drum roll. 
Uh, the microphone did not pick. Oh, there you go. Allie Gray. All right. Not in any particular order are two songs. Drive All Night off of the river from 1980. Didn't you cover that? Yes, on my first album. It's the greatest love song ever written. And number one in a tie with it is fire. Cause when we kiss, fire. Well, that Bruce Springsteen wrote and it was made popular by the Pointer Sisters. Bruce Springsteen originally wrote it for Elvis in 1977 and Elvis died before he was able to hear it. But fire, is, was on his, because Elvis didn't record it, he put it on his live box set from 1975 to 1985 because he would just do it live. But then the Pointer Sisters made, it's the most covered song of Bruce Springsteen. I had no idea he wrote that song. And I got I to tell you one little story about Fire. When I watched, I told you in the first podcast that my brother made me sit and watch the VHS tape of the 1975 to 85 live recordings. And when I watched the video of him singing Fire live was what did it for me. It's what flipped the switch in my head about Bruce Springsteen. I had to watch that over and over and over again. I'm not sure there was something about how he performed, number one, as someone that wanted to be a music performer and was trying to be a music performer. It was the way he performed. It was the way he sang. It was the song itself. It was the real version of Fire. I'd always heard the Pointer Sisters version, but I heard his version and it was so smoky and sexy and cool. It's amazing. Who was who was Bruce's influences, Allie? Dylan and uh That was later. Woody Guthrie and early, stuff. Yeah, Woody who, Guthrie, but who was his influence? Elvis, all the rock and roll stuff when he was younger, but it's a songwriter guy, man. I know. Thank you to Danica. Hey Danica. Oh. Do you have a favorite Bruce Springsteen song like to share for our show? Tell us a story. What's the Bruce Springsteen episode? Danica, our waitress, has now joined the celebrity guest panel. Go ahead, Danica. I don't know what to say. Well, she, you said you You're listened to this camp. with your grandfather, yeah. isn't that yeah. right? What, yeah, do you remember? Go camping. Do you remember now what my song face it was? Getting all hot. You guys are looking Nobody at can no, see you. No, it's all good. Only no, we're we cool. Can see you. Know, oh, sorry. What, do you remember hot. the song? Um, God. No, all Where did you camp with your grandfather? When I was listening to it. Was it like the Born in the USA kind of stuff? Yeah, it was like Born in the USA, like that whole entire album. There you go. Dancing in the dark. Nice. Did you know, Danica, that, you know, it's a picture of Bruce Springsteen's rear end on the cover, but that actually was not his rear end. It was actually Brian Johnson's. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's why it looks so good. (laughs) Oh, she doesn't miss a beat, Danica. Thank you, Danica. Yes, I will have another captain. So those are my top two number ones. But I'm not finished. I have a couple other things to add after we're done with our ones. Yeah, you got to okay. add, because you're the, you're the expert here. I'm a mediocre, um, you know, Johnson is definitely I know nothing. in the novice category. So we cover all aspects. You know, People that yeah. know nothing about Springsteen will learn a little more. But if they just fast forward, they might learn <laughs> nothing either. You know? 
And I'm not even an expert. I'm failing miserably, but oh, I'm just a fan. I'm a fan. He's a good subject to talk about. This he is kind of funny. Great. It's a good time. Okay, uh, Mr. Brian K. Johnson, what is your number one Bruce Springsteen song? Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> Because he likes Courtney Cox in the video, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Did you know she's in that video? No. Did you know it was filmed here at the Met? No. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. You didn't know Courtney Cox is in that video? That's how she got famous. I was working a lot. I never saw And it saw was filmed video. here in it. Minnesota. It was is filmed she from the here. Cities? No. She was, they had her as an actress to go up on the stage. She knew she was getting up there, obviously. Oh, I thought that, was, I thought that was a here. shoot. And you know who Does was there? Work? Patrick Tanner was there. PT? He was at the concert. Another friend of the podcast, PT, Brett yes. Sound. Yes. So what about that song speaks to you, Johnson? <laughs> I'm well, afraid. Do you dance in the dark a lot, bud? It's, it's, it's kind of down and dirty. <laughs> Example? Well, never mind. It's just Any favorite line from that song? Ooh, baby. You and me, we should be dancing in the dark. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. That keyboard you're talking about. My coat, my hair, my, my face. face. There you go. I ain't nothing but tired. I'm tired <laughs> of boring myself. My number one. Well, let's do Brian's first and then do yours. Oh, okay. oh great song here. I heard this the other day, too. Girls in their summer clothes. Oh, I love that one. That That's was a great one song. I really That's a, oh, these list. are good picks, man. Yes. Brand Layton, Girls in Their Summer Clothes. Is that of his magic record? I don't have access to the internet. I'm just kind of sitting here, but it's, it's on that blue cover and kind of drawn I think in there. It is magic, but I just want to double check. Girls in the summer clothes. Yes, it's magic. That's one of his more recent ones, and it is such a great tune. And I hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's a great song. My I, number one. Yeah, yes. Uh, oh, the, yes. I think I think it's probably everyone has their top 100 songs of all time or top 50 songs of all time. I was a kid, and I remember rocking out to this song. Uh, via record player in my parents' basement. Um, I've probably heard this song two million times. I watched it again live today, and it is for sure one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, made me a Bruce Springsteen fan, probably for life because of this. Um, it's actually a cover song. I bet it's on my top two list. It's a cover song originally written and performed by Jimmy Cliff. Yes, it's on my list. Who did Harder They Come, Harder They Fall. He's great. I thought it was cheating because he didn't write it. Go no, on. No, I'm going to say it anyway because yes. I, Chris Hockey talked me into that last episode. That, you, know, you can interpret a song off the 1985 record, We Are the World, was yes. one of the greatest songs of all time. There's a song, Trapped. Look now. 
Um, it's unbelievable song, and I don't know how. It's the the dynamic, like in art, you, when you're doing drawings, it's a dynamic between light and dark, and like this song has uh, builds up these huge loud moments and just down to nothing, and the songs, the lyrics. I'm not sure what Jimmy Glyph was talking about. I don't know if Bruce even did either, but he definitely did. He it came from within him. Um, his interpretation of that song is if it is a you know is a cover is the best I've ever heard in my life. Agree. And uh, but the the two heroes of that song in my view are Clarence Clemens that beautiful sax solo. Yes. It just that is that is a solo that's unbelievable. But actually. My favorite part is his wife Patty's oh, harmony her vocals, harmony. and I think whoever like it's just a, that a trap, yeah, yes. that high harmony, yes. and it's I think she's the hero of that song. Anyway, that is by far my number one Bruce Springsteen favorite song. I, I just want to give you a standing ovation. I had two songs that I didn't add to my list that he did not write because I didn't know if that counted. But one of them was Trapped. And the other song that he did not write that it would have been in my top five is called Jersey Girl. That was actually written Tom by Tom Waits. Waits. And Springsteen's His version, version of, of Jersey Girl it, is spectacular. It's out oh of the park. Oh, my God. It's out of the park. Both of those songs, to me, they're Springsteen songs. Oh, my God. Jersey Girl, I can't believe I didn't repeat, think of that. On repeat, on repeat, on repeat. A shout-out to my good friend Chris Monette, who that's one of his favorite songs of all time, is Bruce Springsteen's version of Jersey Girl yes. by Tom Waits. Um, I oh wanted my to be God. from Jersey just because of that song. What a great song. <laughs> The folks listening, if you guys like any of these songs, please check out your local record store, iTunes, whatever, and learn some of this Bruce Springsteen stuff. This has been a fun walk down down memory lane and uh, kind of getting worked up about Bruce Springsteen stuff. Um, we do apologize for the length of uh, Mr. Brian Johnson's promos on his favorite <laughs> songs. Um, he does get a little passionate he, about this yes, subject. He has a lot of passion for Springsteen. I have some honorable uh, we, mentions. We, we do really have quick. some uh, some finishing uh, closing statements by Miss Allie Gray. Allie, what would you like to say? Just more songs to add to anybody's list that they're maybe wanting to check out Bruce or dabble in some Bruce. Um, Bobby Jean off of the Born in the USA album, a fantastic song. Lucky Day actually was my husband's oh, I don't and my like Lucky wedding Day. song. Thanks a lot. It was my husband's and my song. Off of Working on a Dream, 2009 album. Thanks a lot. East Street Shuffle, off of Wildness and East Street Shuffle. Out in the Streets, off of The River from 1980, The River album. Better Days, off of Lucky Town. She's the One Born to Run, and If I Should Fall Behind, off of Lucky Town, is an epic wedding song that anybody would be lucky to have at their wedding. The dirtiest song he ever wrote was about his wife, Patty, and it's called Red-Headed Woman. And let me tell you, look up those lyrics. It's something else. Story behind the song segment of this week. Allie, let's talk about this song that you and I did. Um, Your Dreams. Let's do yes. that one. Yes. Your Dreams, you wrote. What year did you write that song? 
it was around, no, it's when I first was in my publishing company, and I'll never forget this. When I first wrote that song, I'd recorded a demo version of it, the same one that I'd given you. And I was trying to get something that was somewhat artsy, and, and trying to, but trying to fit into that country genre a little bit. And I, re- I recorded a demo of it at my buddy Chris's house, because he lived in this apartment in North Hudson. And I sat there and I recorded it and put it directly onto this CD burner. Yeah. You know, the same one that Columbus used when he was burning his Guns N' Roses <laughs> CDs coming over from the Mayflower. Anyway, so uh, recorded on a CD burner thing and uh, printed out, and my buddy Chris was there, and I sent it off to my publishing company, and I said, this is the worst song that's ever that. been recorded. That's what I thought of it when I when I got rid of it. That it was the worst song I'd ever written. That's ever been written. And then uh, I remember my publishing company showed interest in it, and I was looking for a female vocalist to sing on it. And uh, we did some demo stuff yep. of it. And then I got a call. He said, "Do you want to do the song?" I asked for your permission to put it on my last album on Johnson Street. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. Probably one of my more requested songs from people. Really? I'm not kidding. They ask to hear it all the time, and I, it's unfortunate for me because I always have to say, well, I didn't write this one. <laughs> but my friend Mark Steary did, and I think it's one of the greatest songs. I love that song. That song's one of those nasty ones that pulls them heartstrings. Yeah. People like that. Ugh. They do. They're painful ones to write. I know. They're painful ones to write. Um, so many people can identify with that song, though. I think that's why it gets requested so often. I just yeah. had a friend the other day tell me that she was listening to it and that she loves it. She's in a sad place, though. <laughs> okay, final thing. Mr. Brian Johnson, do you have any, any advice for any aspiring musicians out there? Go for your dream, man. Live your dream. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning advice. in to Mark Stary Music Podcast. Uh, please check out Allie Gray and Mr. Brian K. Johnson. Thank you guys for listening to our top five Bruce Springsteen songs, and we'll see you guys again soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.
Dream. 